This is Bob from Metal and Mortgages. Metal and Mortgages podcast by Boomer Bob. Boomer Bob's previous podcast was called Metals and Mortgages. There's a guy named Bob from a podcast called Metal and Mortgages. Shout out to Boomer Bob from Metal and Mortgages. Bob wants to become his former awesome self from 20 years ago. That robot from Metal and Mortgages called back again. My friend Boomer Bob. Stop teasing him, just ask him to come on already. Bob said he's drinking and driving and texting right now. That's what I'm all about. The Boomer Bob Show. Boomer Bob Show coming soon. Boomer Bob's podcast. Boomer Bob tears me a new one. What do you got for me, Boomer Bob? Sponsor break. And now back to the show. All right, episode two of Boomer Bob Show. I'm here with my good friend Garland, his lovely significant other, Jenny. How you doing? And, of course, my lovely significant other, Tammy. Hello. We haven't discussed anything regarding uh, what we're going to talk about, so uh, this this could be interesting. It could be total fucking garbage. We don't know. but <laughs> Could go anywhere. Could go anywhere. I noticed this. I get home each day. I turn on the television. I am absolutely disgusted with what's on regular television. I only have antenna TV. I don't subscribe anymore to Netflix, Hulu, any of that stuff for no reason. Don't need it in my life right now, so I don't pay for it. So flipping around trying to find something each day. When I get home, I, I don't eat at work. I get home around you know, what? 1 o'clock. You don't eat at work? Negative. Wow. Uh, when I eat, I, I lose all desire to work. I just want to go take a nap. So when I get home, I turn on the TV, and while I make myself something to eat, and, and uh, we have a TV in the dinette there, and uh, it's always... The View or Tamron or oh, Rachel Rachel Ray or just <laughs> all this, you know, Sister Circle or all this just uh, can't yeah, take it's, it. It's mind-blowing. Ellen. Yes. Ellen. No, well, Ellen, Ellen can be cute now and then. And she's always giving away shit. I always feel good for the people that are in the audience. Not so good for myself afterward, but because <laughs> I'm not getting any of that cool stuff, but I'm not getting a $500 gift certificate to whatever. And she dresses better than I do. So. She does. Wow. Her shoes would probably pay for my entire closet. <laughs> since we've had this wonderful Trump impeachment hearing, uh, since you know Pelosi decided to get out of her desk and take the drunken walk over and hand over the articles after, uh, what, 37 days? Yeah, Pelosi and her son. So ever since then, I've had something to flip to because it's always, if it's not on one of the big three networks, it's on PBS, which I get. So there it is, the, the trial every day. Now, I'm not sitting here hanging on, on the edge of my seat, but I do pay attention to it. I've noticed this. I keep seeing the same people, Adam Schiff, et cetera. Ralph Nader. The same people over and over and over again on the microphone saying the same thing. And if they're not saying it, the next person is saying the same thing. We get it on both sides. They're yeah. both saying the same thing. Okay, why do we need seven days of the shit or 12 days of the shit? Let's just, okay, you you said the point. Nobody else in the room needs to say that same point. Actually, some of the congressmen have actually made that point themselves. Uh, you know, we've continued to hear the same repeating line uh, in different versions over and over and over and over. Well, I mean, so. what if, what if, Johnny Cochran got up and said, the glove don't fit, you must quit. What if then Robert Shapiro would have gotten up and said, the glove don't fit, you must quit. And then Robert Kardashian got up and said, the glove don't fit, you must quit. Then, okay, we get it. That's already been said, asshole. 
well, you know, people with a um, half a brain can actually uh, distinguish between when something's being repeated in a different context, in a different light, in a different manner. But it's a repetitive notion of I'm going to continually say the same thing until I get this into your head. And for the mass of the children around the world with little or no brain cells that have no idea how to distinguish between linguistic programming, then um, they don't get it. They just embed this in their brain and they say, well, we mustn't beach. Because I've uh, heard this over and over. But do you think that they're in there knowing that they're talking to us, the viewer, or that they're just so in their own little freaking world that they're just repeating it to each other. The left is repeating it to the right and the right's repeating it to the left. We get, can we just move on? Okay. The whole argument with this, you know, that I've noticed is that the Congress wants to introduce new evidence that has come up in the 37 days, which is your witnesses, which they shot down on Friday. So, right. So, and they the, and the butt hurt. And the right is like, you know, this is a waste of everybody's time, everybody's money, et cetera. Again, we'll just, 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 just move on. And I think the right has done a better job presenting their case. I think they've done a better job at pointing out that you guys should have done this when, when it was in your power. You know, when you guys were talking about this over there on the other side of the damn building, you should have done all this shit, but you didn't. You dropped the ball. You screwed it up. Now it's over here. It's our ball to run down the field. And you're telling us how to do it, and you know, hold on, flag on the play. Yeah, you would have so. thought the uh, very beginning of the process of the Democrats taking the witnesses and evidence in a private room under private circumstances. Yeah, closed doors. Public scrutiny should have been the first clue that they're not really going to play, and they don't really have any evidence, but they're going to go ahead and uh, proceed with this uh, cognitive monkey fuck proceeding, yeah. just continue to get the Americans' attention, to continually embed this idea in their head that, Trump did something wrong, and without evidence, um, you know, you just don't have a case, so. Well, it's February, what? Yeah. Okay, so what, in eight months we get to vote. Why yeah. don't we just worry about this shit then? There's, isn't there a country to run? Don't don't we need both the Congress and the damn Senate to be worrying about other shit right now? Yeah. I mean, I, I get it. Uh, you're probably more knowledgeable on this uh, as, as far as, you know, memory goes. Do presidents generally in their last year of their term, do they get a lot done or they, they just kind of take that to dot some I's and cross some T's that they didn't in the first three? Well, you know, historically they have the public context of presenting proposals and bills and executive orders and, and getting these, these ideas out in the open. But literally towards the end of their term, they – are really scrambling to get things signed and get things done. Final executive orders like Obama, he, I think he did like 20 or 30 executive orders before he left office. And pardons. Yeah. And it was the last, <laughs> uh, well, every, you know, every president does the pardons and they favor whoever has been the biggest donors or who's been the biggest influencer on their, on their party. So it goes without saying that uh, Trump will do the same thing. He, I don't know that he's used uh, uh, his executive order privilege as much as Obama, but some people say he has, and he signed. Uh, there, there are numbers out there if you look at websites, and and he's not as bad as Obama. Um, Obama was up there as far as the last four presidents. You know, numbers what 40, uh, 40, 41, 42, 43, 44, Those, you know, five presidents. That, uh, sorry, forty five. That Obama, I think, had the most. Yeah. This this whole quid pro quo thing. I mean, isn't that how you get shit done? 
Well, um, from a political standpoint, I mean, they want to use it as a football to indicate him in some type of conspiracy. The reality is he was investigating a conspiracy about uh, the one person that is running against him, the the Biden one. He actually yeah. had the vice president power. So are they trying to cover their tracks with regard to what the previous administration did and how bad they were involved with Ukraine and some of the big players in Ukraine and some of the massive amounts of money? I mean, he actually released all the transcripts from the phone call from Ukraine in good faith to yeah. let the people know, listen, I'm, you know, I'm just trying to get to the bottom of this shit because, uh, excuse my language, Biden, um, Obama, you can curse Clinton. Here. It's totally cool. Okay. Um, they were all corrupt as hell. They were all funneling money through Ukraine uh, through the administration previous to 2014. Yeah. The Ukrainian coup that they helped to orchestrate with the intelligence department and the state department. All these things are coming into play and are being uh, suppressed, specifically by the mainstream media, because they don't want this stuff out. And is this an effort to actually hide the fact that they were they had all their hands in the cookie jar and and Obama, Clinton, and Pelosi and Biden were all implicated in these backdoor dealings with Ukraine uh, in an effort to keep the American people from the truth and and put Trump on a pedestal as the corrupt one for the very thing that the previous administration was well, doing. Obama is is on a live mic. I, I think even video, but I, I could be wrong about that. Um, the Russian ambassador, yeah. Yes, talking with the Russian ambassador during an uh, election year saying, look, if you guys could just keep it cool for a little bit, let me get through this election, then I can get some shit done for you. Basically is what he said, and it's uh, it's out there. That's a quid pro quo. Oh, yeah. And same thing with the interview Lightened. with Biden um, uh, at the Council of Foreign Affairs, mind you, and uh, which dictates sorry. foreign policy for America, uh, along with Israel. Excuse me. Yeah, he was basically openly admitting, uh, you know, you're not going to get the funding, the one billion dollars in military aid, if yeah. you don't fire the prosecutor that's investigating my son as his barisma business. So, I just heard today, Hakeem Jeffries or something like that. He's one of the assholes who was up there talking about, you know. The glove does fit. You must have quit. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he actually, this is a, a Democrat, he invoked Bible verses. In a negative line? Corinthians 27, verse 13. <laughs> it, it, it's like, uh, uh, okay, you're for full-term abortions, like up to the moment of birth, but you want to invoke the Bible now? Yeah. Can, you, can you pick yeah. one, please? Your uh, hypocrite is just spilled all over the floor. You might want to get a mop. This is deviating, but I heard the same context of the stripper pole dance at a Super Bowl. I mean, a Super Bowl with yeah. uh, uh, J-Lo, and then they Shakira, uh, Shakira. denied a uh, pro-rights, I mean, a abortion commercial, uh, Fox. So we can have strippers, but we can have... You know, we can't have pro-right uh, commercials. That you know, it's a double-edged sword. So those but, weren't strippers. They were trying to glory. They were trying to to raise up DACA and Dreamers, and they and, had the children, the Hispanic culture. Well, you know, one of those, the one that said, uh, "I was born in the USA." That was her. That was J Lo's daughter. Yeah, with the Cuba flag that she opened up. See, si. no, it was a Puerto Rican flag. I think. See, si, see, si, gracias. Rican, so si. I get that. You know, Puerto Rico is part of. You know, America in some context. But. I hear they're great swimmers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I 
thought it was awful. <laughs> that was horrible. I know Pelosi, John Kerry's kid, Biden's Biden's kid. There's right. another one, not Schumer. There was a, another one. Too, that they all have Why ain't kids. They talking about that. They all have kids getting paid by Ukrainian energy companies. Yeah, and the Ukrainian uh, Burisma company was allocated and funneling money, $900,000 to Biden as a, a, to a lobbyist company to Biden to get backdoor deals that would benefit the oil industry in Ukraine. Even from the very beginning of the coup in Ukraine, which was a political coup, pretty much they, they send the State Department and intelligence agencies into Ukraine to work on the back end of social media to get the youth of Ukraine right. to rise up against the current administration, right. to get in the streets and, and to advocate for this total realignment of government there because the the government that existed were kind of pro-russian yeah and they weren't going to follow in total line that washington wanted clinton specifically and obama and everybody's got their hand in the cookie jar at this point and as as long as they got their person in in power then that flow of money can continue it was kind of like a dirty laundry money operating scheme and they knew it trump knew it i mean even the point where obama had Authorized this uh, fake steel dossier to bring up a FISA warrant, which was illegal in the first place, to spy on a presidential candidate. I mean, they've been wanting to get him out for the beginning. And even Adam Schiff, who went on a, he got a phone call from a radio station that purported to be Ukrainian nationals that had Trump. It was uh, a bluff. Dirt on Trump. It was like a morning show bluff or something. Yeah, and he he <laughs> fell hook, line, and sinker into it. That's how bad that guy had a heart on to get Trump in the well, first Well, you know, place, Schiff's so. been talking for two years prior to this about he's got a whistleblower, he's got information, insider information on Trump. He could take him down whenever he wants. Well, now's your chance, asshole. Yeah, crickets. something something tells me. Well, something tells me that if he does have any kind of information, that there's a barrel with a with a round in it. Just for him, if he does say anything. You yeah, know I mean, mean the so. real information and intelligence they have actually is going to all lead back to their corruption in the first place because they can't they can't put the puzzle together and come up with anything that's uh, negative against him without implicating themselves. Well, and I they mean, know the, that. So the articles gonna, are you know, obstruction of Congress, which, by the way, not a crime. Uh, every yeah. every president does it. It's it's. Yeah. Part of the balance of power. An abuse of power. What is it? What, what is uh, that? Abuse of power. Is that um, a real law? Now, <laughs> I will, you know, you brought up the transcription of, of the phone call. I don't know if you've seen that transcription, but I've read it's the whole thing, heavily yeah. redacted. Yeah. It's pretty heavily redacted. Well, it has, so we didn't know what we yeah. really, you know, so. well, um, yeah. you know, it does look a little funny. I have specifically have to say that I do not have <laughs> Trump in the best light as far as. Uh, I think he's a jackass. I mean, uh, I don't think so. His personally, his tactics, uh, his policy. Okay. Personally, I think he's got his head so far up. Ben Nanyu's ass in Israel. Yeah, they pretty much have infiltrated all of our government and dictate policy. Uh, they have the largest lobbying, bigger than pharmaceutical, bigger bigger than the oil industry, bigger than the food industry. So, well, you to know, touch on just to touch real quick, I meant to bring this up a minute ago when we were on the topic of it. Ukraine. If Ukraine wasn't so heavily into the energy energy industries do you think we would give two fucks whether or not russia just took that whole place over well no i mean um, like we saw what the georgia i mean russia did in georgia and there was a big oil interest there they, but we they didn't were in atlanta fight no, I'm just um, 
and Ukraine has always been favorable to America up until the 2014 administration, which there was so so much corruption going on there. Over in the um, Ukraine, not our administration, yeah, their administration. Yeah. Right. Oh, no, not, not right, our administration. Right, right. No, Biden, well, that's when Biden kind of got involved with it. In, well, Biden this, was uh, over Ukrainian policy. He basically... Uh, and Obama our secretary, yeah. a secretary of state at that time was John Kerry, correct? Yes. Yes. Well, was, so, it, was it Hillary? Hillary was uh, uh, was up Before? to 2012, okay. I think. Yeah. Well, yeah. I forget. I forget. Too. I think, didn't she only do it for like two years and then she bailed and then Kerry took over because she was a senator first. Yeah, she was a New York senator. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I did. I can't distinguish between when she went to jail, when she got back in Congress, you know, or you know, did when she you're, go to jail. Or, when you get yeah, it up, okay. when you when you achieve boomer status, it just all becomes a blur. <laughs> I am definitely boomer status, so pushing fifty. So, do you wonder, you know, Trump for all of his asinine, ignorant bullshit and his Twitter, like today he tweeted out, "Congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs, making you know Kansas is a great state." Kansas City jackass, the Chiefs are in Missouri, so, not what I Kansas. What like that he's not politically correct, and that's a good part. And plus, he's well, done so many different things. You're not in the mic. You're you like, don't hear me? Can you hear I me can now? hear you, but you're echoing like a. All right. Like we're inside of a vagina or something. Trump has done some positive things, too. He's uh, brought down uh, the unemployment. Fist away. Fist away from the mic. All right. I'm not saying to... I'm saying to fist away. <laughs> yeah, I mean, conceivably, I mean, his whole administration has wonked all over previous administrations as far as what his accomplishments are. But there's still... I mean, there's always this arrogance of what Americans believe is what's going good for America and completely ignoring... What's good uh, for everybody else? Yeah, world policy, world foreign policy, and economics. And you know, if, if you go and ask other people, maybe they see it in some context where he's made changes in America and he's done good for America, and rightfully so. Everybody believes he has, but um, he's made some big tax cuts, three hundred billion, I think, yeah. in tax cuts that well, go back. I haven't into, seen it, but you know, yeah, I mean, w he's done a lot of good for a lot of people, but. When it comes down to ground level, what you see in your pocketbook and your conditions of work, and I mean, you're not getting more on more vacations. You're not getting um, less severe work conditions. You're still expected to do the same amount of work. The prices of goods are going up. The taxes are continually fluctuating. That's because there's so much corruption. I well, think yeah. Trump's trying to pull that out, and that's where all this impeachment's eh. coming from. And you know, if he if he didn't put Hillary in jail by now, then he's part of the There's problem. There's a reason. My, no, I think if if he hadn't done it it's by now, deep. I think it's beyond his power. It's deeper than I think so too. I think I think you hit the hell on that. I don't, I don't think she's just out there wandering out in the woods in her uh, you know backyard. Trump, you don't have to pay I, I no more fines. I think she's beyond. I think she's un, untouchable. Yeah, like for health, for um your well, health what, insurance. What does that What does that say about the uh, power of the? freest and biggest and most advanced military nation in the world if the president can't take down somebody that is obviously that corrupt protected yeah so 
Is he in the, you know, is he smoking cigars behind everybody's back with Clinton and, and Epstein and all the others? I, I doubt you know? it. I, doubt I think it. his I hands know. are tied. It. You can only do so much. This corruption is so deep. Well, I mean, that's that's why they all have advisors, you know. Every every Everybody's like, well, the president did this and that. He was advised to, to do that. Oh, yeah. and, and there's a million things that he can't do that he was advised not to do. Yeah, you know, you don't... You, probably want to yeah you know you're not allowed to i guarantee he's the only one who's allowed to delete a tweet i think he's like um <laughs> i think he's like allowed to homer tweets. simpson he keeps uh hiring these cabinet members like the secretary of defense and and then they fuck him over and oh okay yep. <laughs> no that was wrong michael yep. bolton boom oh no he's wrong can't do that jeff you know, sessions just, yeah oh, oh he's so, wrong too yeah who's yeah. trying to get back into his old oh, seat yeah. that he left here in old alabama well, i can say thank you to trump for getting rid of uh that fine at with the under the obama administration you're talking about the uh fee that health you pay for not that having insurance so yeah. now that's gone i still pay that on my taxes every year it's expensive i one paid my, it last year one of, one i of, haven't filed my taxes this year but i did pay that last year because a, i did not have health insurance a guy i know said look That's you just tell you just lie on your taxes and say i have insurance i don't know how you do that well, but they actually yeah. have a paper that you get it's a you know one of those w somethings yeah and you have to like put the numbers in oh really the no okay Okay. Wow. I mean, it does ask you yes or no, but when you say yes, it wants the information from that paper from your insurance that you had insurance. See, I wouldn't know that because I got health insurance. Yeah. Oh, white privilege. <laughs> I'm not white, thank you. Not that you're not white. Uh, I'm every, not. Everybody in, in here is straight cracker. I'm mowing. Well, you know, like I said, I think Trump is unpresidential in the way that he acts, but I think there's a reason for that. Uh, I don't think he ever knew how to act presidential. I mean, part of me is bothered because his entire fortune, whatever you want to call it, was built on a bluff. When he was when he had his Atlantic City Trump casino, whatever, going bankrupt, it was a bluff. He would bluff. He would get on the news and be, ah, everything's are things are going good. Things are great. Yeah, that's what I mean. They, go on Oprah. They go use on Donahue. as a measure of how they succeed in their economic strategy. I mean, things aren't going so well. The books aren't looking good. We'll file federal court bankruptcy and we'll make it all up. But, yeah. you know, when he was actually failing in his casinos, it was a Rothschild-owned bank that bailed yeah. him out. Yeah. You know, so yeah. it all goes back to Israel and all, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, it, yeah. It, what's interesting about his father which is where Trump got his wealth from. His father was a real estate guy, a, a land guy. But his father, I didn't know this about him until recent years, his father built homes f that were affordable or, or built, built apartment-type communities that were affordable, uh, affordable housing for people, for the average, average working man to afford. Yeah. Trump's the opposite. He builds shit that the elite can touch, yeah. you know. So I, I wish he was a little more like his father in, in that light. And I've I've been to uh, uh, Trump Towers in Atlanta, yeah. and they have a Trump Casino in Las Vegas. I've never been to, but the one in Atlantic City that was incredible. I mean, they had yeah three hundred thousand dollar tapestries on the wall, and yeah, it was, it was ridiculous. It was yeah. overkill. But you know, that's his lifestyle. That's I mean, what he he had his wedding there, didn't he? Um, I think he borrowed. Two hundred fifty or three hundred thousand dollars from the banks for his wedding, like a, a year after the wedding, there the the banks were like, "Hey, um, hey, uh, 
Trump, hey, uh, you ever going to pay us back for that damn wedding? He's like, yeah, when I feel like it. And, and, and the reason he, he never got foreclosed upon, I guess you'd say by these banks is this, he was too big to fail. Like if they, they would have, these banks would have taken such a loss is it was just better for them just to be like, all right, we'll wait for it. Yeah. That's what's happening today actually in real estate too. But the economy has grown so much that everybody's got their mine hasn't. Oh, well, yeah. The 1% or whatever that represents. Yeah. yeah everybody's making money hand over fist. And I made, I made more money under Obama doing what I do. I, I do mean, have I to say more that, money under um, Obama. you know, with Obama, he, uh, managed to, was it double the debt of every single president previous to him and yeah. one no, and two terms. Yeah. I don't know if Trump's tried to, or, or if he's just letting it ride, but he's managed to maintain some, some sense of, um, restraint restraint he's added what three trillion yeah he's added three trillion but because i think when obama left we he was we're at almost 19 and now we're at 22 i think and we were at like 700 billion for defense industry and then he created the space force which has added a substantial more to that defense budget so it's going to continually go up it's i mean it's perpetual debt it's the way the american economy is built but do you believe it's real i mean isn't it just all just bullshit anyway well, the, the perpetual debt is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the Space Force, I'm sure, is too. I mean... No, and that's what I meant. I meant this whole, you know, debt and, you know, the yeah these these large numbers with all these commas and zeros, and it's all bullshit anyway. I mean, if you actually look it up online and, and look at it, what a trillion dollars represents in $100 bills physically, how high it goes, it's mind-boggling to even envision a tiny bitty semi sitting next to a large pile of trillion dollars. I mean, really? So you don't really take it into context because you hear all these numbers and even a billionaire now seems like a millionaire back in the fifties to me. I mean, you talk about, well, there's a billionaire. Well, I mean, you don't really put in context the physical amount of money that represents because there is no more physical amount of money. There's no more golden Fort Knox is, and you don't really, it's on numbers on a computer screen. It's on yeah. Digital, it's not. It's yeah. not based on any actual commodity anymore. It's yeah, it's all had, based on your debt. If I had like uh, four million dollars worth of tuna cans, and I went out in my backyard and I tried to stack them up so everybody can see my wealth, I couldn't fit them in the backyard. And I got an acre right. of land. You yeah. know. Yeah. And we're talking about dollar little pieces of paper. You yeah. know, once you start talking about trillions of dollars. I mean, that reaches the Empire State Building, and you could put a 747 to, you know, it's just mind-blowing. No, no. But back to impeachment. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I guess they're going to be closing arguments tomorrow, and this doesn't represent my closing arguments tonight, but no. uh, they already know they don't have a case. They didn't present any new evidence, and they continually repeated the same thing. But having said that, they have been extremely effective in this psychological preparation for the young minds that are so impressionable to continually repeat something that has nothing to do with the facts of the case, which was abuse of power and obstruction of justice or obstruction of the government. So they've continually said that the current president is a bad guy. He's taken the constitution and raped it. And he's uh, talked bad about Mexican people. So they present these, continuous ideas in the people's minds and they say them over and over right. and over well, to the point where 
you just you don't know what's the truth anymore. You believe it because you've heard it so much, and you don't have the intellect to be able to understand that. Well, maybe I should investigate this. Maybe I should go and look and see what where is it lying? Where's the truth? So this psychological process of getting Americans' minds into this mindset that, well, he raped Mexican people when he calls black people, you know, it, right. It's just, I understand. Yeah. But, but most people don't. So, so, so we need to travel back to what was it? Uh, was it, was it 1986 when we first heard James Earl Jones's voice? This is CNN. Yeah. We need to go back to then and take uh, either take James Earl Jones out or kick Ted Turner down a flight of fucking stairs since he's the one who created uh, CNN. And because that and I'm not blaming CNN the you know just because they're a, a liberal network. I'm talking about they were the first, you know, global news cable style, you know, network, hence the name Cable News Network CNN or or the Clinton News Network. They were the ones who kind of opened the door for biased media and and then the little mom and pop news channels started to oh well, well they have know. agendas too and then all these corporations and assholes like rupert murdoch started buying up tv stations left and right and and then pushing their agendas well you know you remember so. also in 2012 a long-standing legislation which was in act all the way to world war ii he quietly let expire which was that the media would never be used for propaganda against actual Americans. Isn't that exactly what's going on? As though? a consequence, we have some of the most powerful and economically relevant media that dictates every single news story that comes out. And as a consequence, all the smaller stations get their news from not only these a few sources, but they also get pieces that are produced and made by the government themselves. So, I mean, we're just in, washed in a sea of propaganda and nobody can distinguish anymore. And we start talking about deep freight videos and uh, Russian robot, I mean, not bots, but bots. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, artificial intelligence, yeah. actually creating news stories. Right. I mean, it's no wonder everybody's so confused because it only takes one video to go viral on the internet and all of a sudden whether it's true or not it's impressioned in the minds of a million right. americans and they've already formulated opinion in the public you know square so like with these you know police that shot shot a black man videos they before they see the you know the body cam they've already got this cop you know they want him they want him tried hung hard and feathered yeah tarred and feathered and why don't we wait and see the Body cam video first to see if there was an actual reason for the. Well, you know, you're, you're persecuted in the the court of public opinion. So, regardless, that's and that's effectively what the impeachment thing has done. They've had a platform in front of the American people for the past week or so to basically repetitively repeat and regurgitate these ideas and concepts, whether or not they're true, whether or not there's any evidence. Uh, nothing they can substantiate, it becomes embedded into the subconscious mind of people that can't distinguish, you know, intelligently and logically and think for themselves and, and say, well, you know, did that really happen? Or did I just hear it so much? I believe it now. It's a very effective measure, and it's been done for years and years and years. The CIA has been done it. They've, they've crippled other countries and toppled governments based upon that simple concept. So, 
uh, you know, here we go again. And now it's our own government doing it against our own American people. And, and until we're able to cut out that, some of that rhetoric and that psychology of what they're effectively doing to a large portion of dumbass Americans, excuse my French, but no, you can curse on this <laughs> fucking show. All, all the fuck you want. I was comparing the dumbass <laughs> Americans to the dumbass French, but, you know. We, we, madame. No. I mean, but, you know, we're, we're effectively getting brainwashed people that can't even remember a phone number because it's in their phone. Uh, and this is where we're going. You know, we get the Google and the Alexa that tell us one answer, regardless of whether there's opposing opinions, whether the, and that's what we want. We want one answer. We don't want any fake news. And we don't know how to distinguish between it. So all these psychological games that these people in high power with a high platform to do it, uh, they know exactly what they're doing. And they've been doing it for a long time. And it's becoming very easy for them to shape opinion well, and I, to socially engineer I you know, a whole nation. I don't know anybody, though. And I, I mean, I have a, a limited interaction with real life uh, human beings these days, but... Uh, uh, that's you know just the boomer in me. I don't like going out anymore. Too many people texting and driving and uh, driving on the wrong side of the road. Enjoy we had an Uber driver do that in Florida. Take us down the wrong side of the road. Anyway. Yeah, I saw some guy on the York. phone. He was driving on the road, and I got so mad. He was texting. I almost opened my window and threw my beer at him. <laughs> yeah, well, when we're driving, my brother would be driving uh, me to work and uh, driving us to work. He drives a work van. I'll I'll see somebody you know text. I don't care if it's raining or if it's freezing outside. I'll roll down my window. Get off the fucking phone, bitch. You know, that's why I have a train horn. There you go. That <laughs> I need one of those. Yes, yes. We need to talk about that. Um, or I can get that. Uh, I heard they're a bitch to install. We can know. I just say yes. that I like Wayne Brady? And can we just watch Let's Make a Deal instead of the impeachment trials? Yeah. Well, the problem with that is Wayne Brady is only on from 9 until 10, 9 a.m. till 10 a.m. That's when Central the impeachment Standard Time. trials are on. Impeachment trials have lately been on 24 hours a day. Yeah, that's how long but, it takes Adam Schiff to get out his point. So, <laughs> yeah. So, um, oh, uh, speaking of Adam Schiff. Orange, Orange Man Bad. Yeah, Orange Man Bad. Speaking of Adam Schiff, I, mean, I read a document, and of course it's fake news. You never know what's real or what's not. But he had a campaign fake news. fundraiser uh, hosted by a Ukrainian arms dealer, a well-known yes, Ukrainian yes. arms dealer. Was that 2013? Yeah. Yeah. So he he's got yeah. he's, he's got a, as much interest a, in Ukraine. Hypocrite piece of shit too. Yeah. So, so. well, you know, like I said, uh, all of this, I think I think Trump's interest in the Ukraine with this shit all goes back to the 2016 uh, election. He had heard he'd gotten some bad information from his personal lawyer Rudy Giuliani about Hillary Clinton's email servers buried out in a field out in Kiev or or whatever, <laughs> and, and and he believed it. Okay, yeah. he got some bad info, uh, you know, about the, oh, well, Ukraine knows, they know who was rigging the 2016 election. And, and Trump was taking the rap for that for two years. See, he's... he's so um, he's pissed off about the 2016 election blame that went towards him and this whole email thing. Without the e email server, I don't think he can I, do much, but... But he's used to um, a lifestyle of dealing with sharks in business. He's never right. had to deal with sneaky grubbling wolves yeah, yeah. in congress yeah. i and think he met his match you know. so yeah so i wouldn't think that trump would try to rig this election this upcoming election for anything in the world i think he enjoys the competition i think he enjoys the the game of 
throwing mud, making the other guy look like shit, taking the shots that the other guy throws at him, turning it around and throwing it back at. I think Trump enjoys that too much that I don't think he would want to cheat. Well, I mean, if anything, this entire impeachment process and the whole witch hunt, I'm paraphrasing his words, is done for his campaign and his next election is just bolstered him. And everybody that knows and have been watching says the exact same thing. I mean, they're just garnering more support for his next election. And the only competition he really has is communist Jewish Bernie Sanders, who may have a heart attack in the next few days. Leads to my next question. (laughs) And you're all welcome to, to join in. You just have to let me know whether or not you want to answer. In November, hypothetical, Trump wins. What happens? What's your take? Well, I think he's going to completely redirect the focus of economics because the Fed has been pumping money into the economic system right now at a staggering rate. I don't know what their game plan is. I don't know if Trump is on board with their game plan. Can you can you elaborate a pinch for the average idiot like myself? What do you mean by pumping money into the, the uh, system? They're basically printing money at a rate of anywhere between 50 to 85,000, I mean, $85 billion a week. And this is in some type of effort to... I mean, are they carrying that in truckloads to banks and saying, here, loan this out? Well, no, they're typing on a computer and, right. and, and fluxing it to the market. So I, I think in doing so, they're, they're trying to weed out a lot of the smaller hometown banks. And as a consequence, what's going to end up happening is they're not going to be able to compete on a level playing field and we're going to start seeing all these small banks be eaten up by some of the big banks and what that's going to do is that's going to give the larger banks Deutschland Bank uh, Bank of America you know some of the big boys the opportunity to to take some of the middle sized banks they got a long-term plan and I don't know that Trump is privy to it or if he even cares I think he's along for the ride and he's going to do what it's going to do to stay in office. And he's going to watch it play out. Because in the end, just like every other politician, he's going to end up going back into the private industry. Some of the politicians have never been in the private industry. But they get elected to CEOs and CFOs of boards of giant right, corporations. Right. They get And then they start and... using their power and their contacts and lobbying back to the government to right. allocate more laws to help these companies. Oh. And he's not going to be any different. He's an old man, though, too. So I think I mean, if he does another four years, I think he's going to like call that done and go to Mar-a-Lago and well, just I mean, chill. Taking into consideration Jared Kushner, you know, his yeah. hunky-dunky son-in-law. I mean, he's been making foreign policy moves and visiting Israel every freaking time he gets a chance to. Yeah. So well, he may come into play, you know. <laughs> He owned 666 Saks Avenue. I mean, come on. So he may come into play politically eventually down the road. So well, I don't know. So what do you think uh, Trump wins in November? What do you think? Will we see the left just kind of just give up or be like, all right, fuck, we'll wait another four years? Or do you think they're going to get louder? I think they'll get louder. I think they'll... Um, Try to find more, more av- shit to blame him or, or to get him out. They'll advocate the American people for volatility. They'll they'll use Trump getting reelected as some mechanism to entice the American people to have a anger against something they don't they don't really even understand. The manufacture it. You know, let's amp up Antifa and some of these uh, left wing groups and 
we've already got a mild form of communism in play already in America, and it's right on our noses, and it, it's been this long-standing goal uh, for other nations to see that to come fruition, and it will, and it has been in some forms and fashions through censorship, through economic policy, through the poor getting poor and the richer getting richer, and, and it's just going to continue to develop. It's, it's not an overnight process, and they know that, and this is going to just continue despite whatever figurehead they put in charge of the country. This has been a goal for a long time, and it will continue to be this goal, and they'll continue to shape it however they can. Yeah, this machine's been been rolling down the road uh, full steam ahead, and it doesn't matter who's who's in the driver's seat. It's, it's, it's going to keep on rolling in, in the direction that the p- people who made the machine want it to roll. Yeah. Do you ladies have any uh, input regarding what you think, whether or not the leftards are going to chill out or do you think they're going to get louder and try to find new reasons or they're going to take them out or something? You don't have anything to say? No, I think they're going to get louder. You think they're going to get louder and make more noise and cry more and start burning stuff down and uh, finding more reasons to to bitch and moan and to Mm -hmm. kill him or to... If he wins, Twitter needs to just shut down. They need to ban it close it down because that's 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 where a lot of this shit originates is from people crying on twitter it just needs to go that's that's why i stay the fuck off of it well i do too and i don't even have a twitter account but trump has in the beginning effectively used that to get his message out to the people and now it's coming to bite him back in the foot because he's fucking twittering (laughs) all the time can you stop twittering for a week i mean we get it you know, that's your platform to be able to speak to the people, but you're saying some stupid shit. I'm going to quote, really. I'm going to quote, uh, Dennis, Dennis Miller. If you know who that is. Oh yeah. He's noted as using this all the time when he talks to people about Trump it says that Trump's inner voice matches his outer voice. They are one in the same. Okay? You <laughs> never wonder what that man's fucking thinking. Cause he's always telling you right away. Whereas there's other politicians out there that's inner voice and outer voice have never even so much as had a cup of coffee together. Mm. You know what I mean? They, there's totally two opposites. That's a good thing about Trump is you don't really ever wonder what's on his mind because he has no problem telling you the minute. It's, it's like somebody who vapes. Oh, I, I vape. Or, or if they're like, you know, a vegan. Oh, oh I'm a vegan. They're like, the, you know it within the first three seconds. Yeah, I mean, you're standing around a group of people and man... Somebody says, yeah, Depeche Mode. And then you stand up and like, yeah, I like Depeche Mode. And everybody's like, Depeche Mode sucks. And the whole crowd's like, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes KMFDM. you keep your opinion to yourself and wait for the response of everybody else. Right. You know. I, I think it's interesting that he tweets as much as he does. I just wish that some he would run it through somebody. Hey, what if I say uh, Kansas is a great state and we're glad that Kansas uh, City Chiefs won. Oh, oh, it's not in Kansas. Okay, my bad. Uh, Missouri, right? Okay, cool. Thanks. In my opinion, it all comes down to human perception. And what you perceive is real and what you perceive is the answer and or what they want to portray as the answer, if they continually and effectively repeat the same circumstance yeah. and the same things, it will become in your psyche and you'll believe the perception that they lie about. It's not isolated <clears throat> to Trump. It's not isolated to Obama. It's every politician that gets in office. They I, tell you exactly what they want to hear. And it, it's all about perceptions. What you think is 
actually going on and behind closed doors. And you know, they lie so many times they start to perceive it themselves yeah. as truth because they've told that lie so many times with a straight face. Just the commotion. And I'm not, I'm not talking negative about it. And I'm, I hate what's happening with the wildfires in Australia, but Dave, know, we're talking about your country there, buddy. And I, I feel very bad for the people and it is very devastating. And the, the wildlife they love and it. The people. And, but if you go on NASA's current wildfire map which is in real time there's a section of africa that's burning that's almost a quarter of the size of australia i mean so what do they pick and choose i mean well is that is koalas are cute they want to get australia on board with this um, climate change and paris accord and and so money can start changing hands and they start killing uh, carbon credits and in an effort to do that they got to get them the Australian people on board, like, well, it's, you know, we need to solve this climate change problem because humans are causing all these issues with, you know, global warming. But they just came out with a study in, I think, Newfoundland that said, at a, at a, a university of sciences, it said that over the course of the last 200 years, that human interaction with nature has caused 0.01 climate change. Oh, wow. I mean, so... They're perpetually selling this perception so we can all get on board so they can all make money. And right. it's a continual cycle. And it, it's well, I mean, does Trump it, is not outside of the cycle. He's got his hand in the cookie jar. There are governments, including our own, that charge what, uh, what, what do they call it, uh, carbon tax credits? Yeah. So some shit. And so that's all bullshit too, basically. That's all bullshit. It's, it's a way It's just for, a way to suck money out of you. Let's say, Bob, you're shitting too much more than the average person. I actually probably ground. do. Yeah. <laughs> and now as a method for us to protect the environment, you gotta get, I gotta give you money. We're going to sell you credits so you can allocate those credits for how much shit you produce. So I don't have to shit less. I just no, have to pay you so you I can did, keep, yeah. continue to keep shitting. You buy my shit credits and you'll be okay. So that's pretty much giving them a, it's giving them a, a way to produce more pollution legally, yeah. Yeah. and they're making money. Hey, I'm paying to dump that shit in the it, fucking river. It's like them selling, um, <laughs> it's like them selling the um, uh, negative derivatives on the market or putting puts on stocks to say, um, yeah, betting on them to fail. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's the same thing. Yeah. It's it's a a fake concept, and they're why do they allow that shit? Why do they allow that shit? I mean, what, I don't. Somebody came up with a brilliant idea to fool everybody into believing this is a good thing for our economy, and and we're gonna make money off of it. So why but, not? But we're protecting you. <laughs> wow. Yeah. When's Jesus coming back? <laughs> I hope soon. <laughs> we're going to hell otherwise. Uh, Noah Noah built the ark because of shit that was going on. Very uh, similar to what's happening now, right? Yeah, he said, I'm I'm not going to do that again. Let too, me, much, uh, too much rape, pillage, here, here plunder. You guys can have Jesus. Well, that's what the rainbow is. You know, the rainbow is God's promise that he'll never flood the earth again. Or that shield. Now it's going to be fire and brimstone. <laughs> now it's going to be burning. Yeah, Africa's burning. Australia, poor koalas. Dave was trying to raise money for nooses for, for koalas. So he lives in Brisbane, Australia. Yeah, uh, my sister lived in, in uh, Perth for a little while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's for fags. It's on the other side. Yeah, actually, she went on a dating site and met somebody and took a chance and flew over there, and he turned out to be a child molester. Was he? Oh, so he was a map. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not about the whole of Australia. There's really good people there. This was awesome. Thank you, guys. You're welcome.
Yeah, there we go. You're welcome. I could have added it. Thank you. Yes. No, thank you. (laughs) What's going on, everybody? Boomer Bob of Boomer Bob Show here. I want to thank you for listening to the last episode. And uh, if you made it this far, wow, I am impressed. What I want to do here is, uh, of course, point out the socials. Currently, our Twitter is my personal. So if you're interested at, at tweeting us, you get me at at kick to the junk. One word, kick to the junk, as it's spelled normally, just no spaces. You can capitalize this word if you'd like for extra bonus points. If you'd like to check out the Discord, that's where we hang out at a lot. I will put a couple links to the various Discord servers we hang out in. One will be Boomer Bob Show Discord. Uh, eventually, we'd like to end up there. But we also hang out a lot in, okay, I don't know what to call it. We'll call it the Pancake Podcast Network because that's what it's called this week. It was called the Man Brain Podcast Discord. And then after that, it was the WREU, which means Who's Right Extended Universe. I can't tell you what it's going to be next week, but the link should be the same. I will drop a link in the description. You can also catch us on Facebook. Yes, where boomers belong. Facebook. Boomer Bob Show. Also, be sure to check out nothing because fuck it all. All right. Well, thanks to Bob. Bob Mm -hmm. is at this point now just putting on full on skits. Fuck you, Bob. Ain't no lie. I get old as a bitch. Gonna spit this game. Only way I'll get rich. 